Here's a thought that's another example of learning by doing. Maureen used to refer to herself as two-time Mo, not that she was a double-timer, but rather she knew that anything she tried to do that was new to her in particular would require at least two attempts before she'd get it right, whether that was a new recipe or taking care of some new plant that she had just purchased. At least two times she'd have to do it before she'd get it right. And so she referred to herself as two-time Mo. I was reminded of that this last week. I did something I haven't done in years and years and years. I went to the symphony, and the conductor gave a little talk before the symphony, which I thought was real fascinating. The symphony that we went to was Tchaikovsky's Symphony Number 1. And evidently, in the world of classical music, which I know almost nothing about, in the world of classical music, there's an old joke that says... Tchaikovsky made three symphonies, number four, number five, and number six, because (laughs) symphony number one, two, and three that he did are a little bit primitive, a little immature. They were his early works, and no one ever plays them. But this particular symphony that I went to, they were doing Tchaikovsky's symphony number one, which was sort of interesting. I didn't understand why it was immature or not as well received as symphony number four, five, and six, but it did remind me that even someone as talented and as famous and as eventually important in the world of classical music as Tchaikovsky, it took him three symphonies to sort of figure out how to do it. It puts two-time Mo in really good company, I think. Can you think of anything that you have done in your life for the very first time that that effort turned out to be the best you ever did? No. You do something the first time and you make a mistake. You learn a little bit along the way. You do something again. You take advantage of correcting all those mistakes because you have knowledge. And in the case of Tchaikovsky, by the time you get to the fourth symphony, you pretty much got it down because it's a famous one. I've often put it this way, and I'll remind you if you've heard me say this before, and if you haven't heard me say it before, I think it's well worth thinking about, and that's this. Imagine I was perfectly omniscient and could see the future in absolute clarity. What if I were to tell you with that absolute clarity that your 10th project would be your magnum opus. It would be the photographic project that the world would remember that you would become famous for, etc., etc. Your 10th project. Doesn't it make sense that you can't produce that 10th project until you first complete the previous nine that aren't your magnum opus, that are where you do the learning that's necessary in order to make your magnum opus? This is akin to... Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours idea. There is no substitute for doing. Any expectation that the first or the second or the third time we do something is going to be perfect is just not based in the pragmatics of the way life works. And if that's the case, doesn't it just make sense that we build into anything that's important to us that we want to do the understanding, the the assumption, the foresight to know that we're going to have to do it over again and over again and maybe over again before we get it right. 
I've been photographing in Japan now seven times. It's only these last couple of trips that I think I actually got it right. The first trip, I was just too lost. I was awash in new ideas and new vision, and I wasn't quite sure how to do it. The second trip, I got a little better. This last trip, I think I did some of my best work. Doesn't that just make sense? Copyright 2023 Lenswork Publishing